catch up on everything Amy and Bill owes at hit.com.au. There's a guy in Nepal who has just hit the Guinness World Records with this one and he's the only person in the world who can do it. What a prestigious award he's received in a book that'll stand the test of time. What is his amazing record? He can, because most people can like put their tongue to their nose or their chin. I can, yeah. He can reach his forehead. Wow. Just look, I'll just show okay. you now how, how my, like, my tongue's quite long. Yeah. I can do it to the nose. He can reach to here. He can get past his eyebrows. Yeah. So basically what he can do is actually his mouth is quite large, so he can put his entire lips and mouth over his nose. Yeah. And then as a result, reach his, his, okay. his tongue to his um, forehead somehow. Has this gentleman got any teeth? I don't think he does. Okay, because obviously it's like still amazing, does. don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm just trying to picture him like, I don't think he could do that with teeth. No. He's obviously got something weird with his jaw, no teeth, and as a result, God, he's uh, given himself a, a cowlick. Isn't that like the ultimate party trick? Should, that is amazing. Can we get in the obligatory low-hanging fruit? Huh, his missus must love him. Okay, we've got that out of the way. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, what's your party trick? That's what we want to talk about today because that's a hell of a party trick. That is amazing. Have you, you have you got anything you bust out? I don't really have anything. No, I, I think just me being wonderful is the party trick I'm, that I bring. I'm just life of the party. Yeah, that's exactly. What I bring. Uh, a friend of mine has no qualms lighting her farts on fire. Okay. Actively looks forward to doing it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got friends who can like um, break off the b- tops of bottles with knives and all that kind of stuff, but I don't have any. That's of those just opening things. beers, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. 13, 12, 16. We want to hear about your party trick, Sunraiser. Amy and I have got nothing. Nothing. This no. guy can lick his forehead. <laughs> what can you do? Give us a call. 13, 12, 16. What's your party trick? <laughs> Vanessa's called through. Vanessa, what's your party trick? Uh, I can crack my nose. What do you mean you can what? crack your nose? That's not a thing. Like, I haven't got the little bit of cartilage in the middle of my nose. I can push it straight into my face and I can crack it as well. So when are you doing this? Is it easy, Like, does it make it feel good to crack it? I uh, just kind of freaks people out. It's just fun to pull out of the party. Okay, so sorry, I I, I need to ask. Do, do you have an an an? I know I don't even want to use the word normal, but an, an a regular looking nose. Yeah, it looks totally fine. It's just that I can push it all the way into my face. Was, is this the result of an accident or surgery or? Yeah, net bad bad nipple oh. injury. Bad um, they kept happening. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> bad nipple. Usually, bad nipple injuries are sprained ankles or yeah. crook knees. No, <laughs> no one's got I a recurring nose injury. Are you worried whenever you go to kiss someone on the cheek that you're actually going to like knock your nose into your face? No, my boyfriend loves it. He thinks yeah. it's great. He's no. always. I don't want to know face. what your boyfriend <laughs> is doing with your nose and its lack of cartilage. Okay, Vanessa. <laughs> Wow, that's quite a party trick. That's I never would have thought really, of that in a million years. I want to see a vid- visual of this, a video or something. I, I'm half, I'm tempted to ask her to do it over the phone, but I also no. really don't want to hear that because I'm pretty sure I'll lose my breakfast. So thanks for calling, Vanessa. Thanks, guys. All right, let's go. For your local Telstra stores, Mildura Central and Lime Avenue. Alpha Bus. 
You know the drill. One letter, 10 questions, 30 seconds, and your chance to win $500. Louise is called through on 13, 12, 16. Louise, how you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. What's on for today? Uh, not a lot. Some Christmas shopping. Nice. How are you going with the Christmas shopping? Oh, getting there. A bit slow, but we'll get there in the end. You've still got 20 days. We've still got a bit yeah. of time. <laughs> and you've got your chance to win $500, so that's going to help as well. Oh, that'd be brilliant. All right, Louise. Well, you know the drill. You've got 10 questions to answer, 30 seconds to do it, and you have one letter. Letter. Your letter today is A for Apple. Have you got that? Sure. Rightio. So your time will start when Amy asks her first question. So good luck, Louise. We're cheering for you, okay? Cheers, thanks. Name a star sign. Aquarius. Name an occupation. Um, anthropologist. Something you find in the tool shed. Um, attic. Nice. I'll go with it. Na- yep, okay. <laughs> Any city in the world. Anything in the world. Any, Any city. city. Sorry? City in the world? Oh, city, Atlantis. <laughs> An animal? Analog? R&B artist? Um, A&A. Month of the year? Wow. Oh. Did you say Atlantis for Atlantis. any city in the world? <laughs> Look, I can't disprove uh. that Atlantis is a city in the world, but... I don't think I would have been able to pay that one. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> oh, try Louise. anyway, Louise. You gave it a red hot crack. I gave it a red hot crack, didn't I? Oh, you did. <laughs> Better luck next time. Best of luck with your Christmas shopping, Thanks okay? Thanks so much. You are a dickhead. The biggest dickhead. You are today's biggest dickhead. This is a big world with lots of dickheads. But you are the winner today. Who's today's winner, Amy? Oh, well, it's a teacher in the US. Now, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. and say that she was having a bad day. Okay. And I don't know what was going on, but she was looking after a class of six-year-olds and she came out and said, Santa isn't real. She's supposed to be like educating these these kids though. So these yeah. kids are six years old and yeah. she spouts off this sort of rubbish. Yeah. So I don't know what has happened. All I can think is that she didn't get good presents when yeah. she was growing no. up. She must have been the naughtiest child yeah. because like if, if Santa didn't go to her house, I yeah. can imagine that she has trouble trying to get her mind around this. Yeah, exactly. But good kids get presents, so she must have just been rubbish, which has turned her into a rubbish adult. Yeah, so I reckon the kids were probably talking about the, the presents that they wanted for Christmas, and she thought, do you know what? I didn't get the presents I wanted for Christmas, so I'm going to spoil their day. Yeah, no, I think you are spot on there. Did uh, this substitute teacher, is there a picture of them there? No, I don't have one. Ah, uh, so she very well could be green, hairy, and not wearing any clothes. I a little she Grinch could be. like, you think? I reckon she could be. Yeah. Yeah. This see. sounds like classic <laughs> Grinch behaviour. Get a job as a substitute teacher and then Weasley's way into the system uh-huh. to get rid of that Christmas cheer. Yeah, exactly. It's not on. So, uh, yeah, if you are feeling a little bit negative to- towards Christmas, then don't bring it out on other people. Yeah. Other people, good. En- other people enjoy <laughs> Christmas and we don't need you Grinches raining on our parade. Check out if it's naughty or sporty at 6.40 and it's, of course it's naughty. <laughs> uh, and this one comes out of Kenya, out of a Kenyan maximum security prison, Amy. Are you sure it's not from Florida? Are no. Are you confused? No. No. Okay. No. Today's over. Wow. Again, I don't go look. This is proof. Looking I don't go. Field. If you think I go looking for a Florida story, <laughs> just as little as I don't go looking for Kenyan stories, okay? 
okay? It's just whatever happens to hit the desk. Okay. Okay, we're going to go to Manyani Maximum Security Prison, where an inmate is nursing injuries after he could not remove a cell phone that he had lodged in his prison pocket. Oh, Yep. Jesus. He was brought in the front door of the prison and the phone entered the back door. So, question. I'm not done with all these (laughs) (laughs) anal euphemisms yet. Keep going. Go Okay. What's your question? (laughs) Which way did it get um, put into the back door? If you're asking me if he put it in sideways, I'd be surprised. Is that your question? No. Has has (laughs) someone swallowed it or is it... Nor have I ever smuggled anything in my back door. But I'm relatively certain that if you were trying to smuggle a phone, you wouldn't swallow it, let it go through your digestive system to then retrieve it at the other end. I think you'd just pop it up the back door. (laughs) Either way, it's gross. Oh, God, that is just the most out of the... Out of all the ways you could get a phone into your back door, like, I couldn't have thought of a more uncomfortable way than just the way. You've gone for less efficient. You've gone for more painful. You've oh. got Wow. Yeah. I've completely lost my train of thought because <laughs> I'm just completely thrown by that question. Uh, so he got it got stuck. He didn't get, yeah. use the bathroom for three days. He had to... Go see prison officials to say, oh. uh, I'm in a spot of bother here because I've uh, got a phone. Yeah, I need launched help. Launched in me. Yeah. Finally, we oh. have come up with the joke for the punchline of rectum, damn near killed him. <laughs> now, this is always an interesting list, Billows, because uh, I don't necessarily agree with it. Okay. I've got YouTube's top earners. They've been revealed. Okay, so this is the last 12 months? Yep, last 12 months. So I've got the top 10 here. So some of the ones that we know, um, I know Logan Paul. I'm yeah. sure you've heard of him yeah, before. Yeah, had some controversies this year. Who else is on there? Yeah, PewDiePie. Oh, okay, yeah, he's PewDiePie. Well. Used to be number one, sits there and plays video games, and people watch him do it. Yeah. And he's uh, made a killing doing that. He's done really well. More power to him. Dude Perfect. He's a good one. Those guys are on the list. Yeah. The Dude Perfect guys are great. They just like they do lots of trick shots with yeah. various sports. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, number one, Jake Paul. He does some raps and some other little skits and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but number one. Top on the list. Number one is Ryan's Toys Review. Okay. And now he's a little child who yeah. reviews toys. I've got a clip of one of his videos. Okay. Check it out. Ryan. I have a surprise for you. What? Look, look over here. Whoa! He's excited. <laughs> it's, One, two, three, go. it's literally this kid playing with toys. He's literally opening up toys and playing with them. He's an so, eight-year-old kid. So what did he earn? He earned close to $30 million he in did the last not. 12 months. $30 million. For doing this. Wow. He's playing with flipping Thomas the Tank Engine. Also, why is there a flipping Thomas the Tank Engine? Trains shouldn't flip. That's he's, not what trains do. If they do, it's a tragedy. But he's not even, like, the very basis of a review is actually chatting about what your thoughts are on a product. But he's just going, wow. Well, yeah. I, I guess, like, his video, was, that was fine. Yeah. Like, if if you want to know whether he enjoys a toy, he definitely enjoyed those toys. Yeah. Uh, 30 million? I just don't Jeez, that kid must have some pull. Yeah, like I love, kids can be really funny, but from what I've seen from him, it's just 
some dude playing with toys and having fun and he's just somehow created a massive following to the point where Walmart have come out. Walmarts are like a Kmart in the US. Can you not make me explain Walmart to everyone? <laughs> we all know what Walmart is. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you get confused. I get confused with brands. But they've come out with a toy and a clothing range um, just for him. So he is that big. Like, I wow. just don't get it. Well, if he's got that sort of pull on YouTube, like having his sticker on a toy, it could be like Oprah's book club for for kids. Oh, totally. Definitely. If he's raking in that many views and that oh. much money. Oh. We are in the wrong line of work, Amy. <laughs> you might have seen something hitting your Facebook feeds this week, and that is uh, it's everyone's getting up in arms because of the war on political correctness, mm. and that is that phrases like bringing home the bacon are offensive to vegans and we need to stop using them. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. So I absolutely hate when, because nine times out of ten when I hear someone say political correctness gone mad, Mm. it's either something that's very fair or something that is completely ridiculous that nobody is upset about. Yeah, exactly. The complete opposite. So let's go back to the one we're talking about today, which is the whole bringing home the bacon, putting all your eggs in one basket, killing two birds with one stone, offensive to vegans. Now, Amy, first, before I get into the details, you're a vegetarian. Do you find any of these phrases offensive? No, I've never even thought about them being offensive. No, according to this report, uh, kill two birds with one stone could be feed two birds with one scone. Are Mm -hmm. you serious? Take the bull by the (laughs) horns should be take the flower by the thorns. That makes no sense. Beat a dead horse could be feed a fed horse. (sighs) Now... You, you, I, I've seen you all in there like, political greatness gone mad. The vegans are coming after our words. And, ah, oh, 2018, snowflakes, this generation, millennials, Gen Y. <laughs> this comes from the report of one person in mm. the UK. One person from a university wrote a report saying that these could be deemed offensive to vegans. One person said this. This isn't even crazy old Peter, people for the ethical treatment of animals. No. This isn't the vegans all got together and said, let's see if we can stamp out these sayings. Mm. One person wrote a report yeah. and you've all taken the bait and are getting upset about it when no one's going to make you stop saying these things. No. These terms aren't going to leave the vernacular. They just... It's one per- one little person. This is the equivalent of one person on a street corner yelling that the end is nigh <laughs> and running in the street saying the sky is falling. Oh, okay? It's so ridiculous. Nobody's stopping you saying bringing home the bacon, okay? No, There's fine. plenty of reasons to hate militant vegans. This isn't the one. Something happened earlier in the week, Billows. Uh, Beyonce and Ed Sheeran were involved in the Global Citizen Festival. So- Baby. Did they sing that song? Uh, I think they did, actually. I imagine they did. Yeah, so they recently recorded that together. But uh, Twitter have uh, basically lost themselves. Okay. Twitter users... Twitter is known to do that. ...have uh, come out and said, what is going on? This isn't fair. What? Ed Sheeran came out wearing basically what you're wearing now, so just a basic (laughs) T-shirt. Do you see what I did there? It was wearing just a casual T-shirt, casual pants, just something you'd probably see him kicking around it's, with his mates. It's what Ed Sheeran, it's the Ed Sheeran uniform. Yeah, it's yeah. what he what he wears, it's who he yeah. is. Uh, so he's worn that. And then standing next to Beyonce, she's come out in basically what looks like a Met Gala ball gown. Yeah. Like thousands of dollars and so countless hours put into this outfit. What's their beef? So they are not happy with the fact that Ed Sheeran 
is completely okay to come out wearing casual clothing, Mm -hmm. doing whatever he wants, and no one saying one thing about him, whereas Beyonce is uh, held to a completely different standard and she has to dress up. That's a beast she's created. She she's become Queen Bee over the years. Ed Sheeran has stayed. He hasn't moved the bar ever. It's just what he has always worn. While Beyonce, you go back to the early Destiny's Child and mm. she's in more comfortable gear. Mm. And these days, that's who she is. But it's also, it's more than that. It's not just them. It's the fact that he's a man and no one has said one thing about the fact that he's gone to quite a prestigious event mm-hmm. and just worn very casual clothes. What prestigious event? It's a concert. He has not festival. felt that he should dress up, whereas she has obviously gone, okay, well, I'm on stage. I'm, you know, a really big part of this festival. I need to be dressing I, up. I feel like it's becoming a male-female thing when if it was, if Ed Sheeran was taking the stage with someone like, Courtney Love or maybe even Gwen Stefani, someone who's mm. a little bit more of a rock chick, mm. they probably would have been dressed a little more like Ed Sheeran as opposed to Beyonce. Or if you got Lady Gaga, it's like, oh, Lady Gaga has to dress up. Lady Gaga dresses up. That's what she does. And that's what Beyonce does as well. So they are coming out and saying, no, it is purely because he is a man and she's a woman. Ridiculous. And regardless, they are not happy that he's been able to come out. So are they saying Ed Sheeran Sheeran should have come out in some form of tuxedo or something? No, they're saying he should have... It would have been completely a character. (laughs) He should have dressed up at least a little bit. And it's the the main thing. The main thing is is that that we are holding men and women to different standards. No, we're holding Beyonce to a different standard to Ed Sheeran. At a festival, I'm impressed that Ed Sheeran didn't come out drunk covered in his own feces. That's what I see at festivals. I'm glad he didn't do that. Catch up on everything Amy and Billows at hit.com.au.